I hang this up. Alright, yeah, cool. Yo, 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 yo. Yeah. You good? Yeah, there it is. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Hey, it's the server is recorded there. How you doing, man? What up, what up? <laughs> How was your day? Good, good. It was uh, uh, Kazu's birthday today. He's a, a rapper out in the Bay, and he's uh, one of those guys that are super dope that no one knows about yet. Must be nice to get out for a little bit. Yeah, all the time. Shit, I get out every day. I don't even have a real job, so. <laughs> you have the realest job on earth, like me. It's our, I think I think that's the perfect part, right? Our job is our career, is our life, is our essence, right? Thank you, God, for following my dreams. I got to do what I love to do, enjoy life and, and scratch all day and make beats, definitely. Well, I think that's that kind of like one of the reasons I approached you, bro, is that like you're one of the few people that I see that I think that even if money had nothing to do with it, you would still be there scratching, making beats, having fun. You, And that's where I've really been in my career is like, I just wanted to get back to the love because I think that's that love of scratching, that love of turntablism, that love of beat juggling, that love of pioneering a sound. And like you said, talking to the aliens, man, right? You know, just trying to put it out there to the universe and just put that little scratch that puts the the sound. I mean, yeah, we're all aliens, you know? So it's like, we're just, everybody knows music. Everybody can feel feel art, dance, uh, anything beautiful. So it's cool. Yeah, exactly, bro. Exactly, exactly. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, bro. You know, I mean, I, I've been working on this track with this girl from uh, Germany that's mm -hmm. in Israel right now. Well, what do you, you make beats or something? What are you talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been producing this track. So I, I have this, this track that this, so I met this girl on Instagram like maybe a year and a half ago and I heard her and I thought she was like the next Aretha Franklin, Sade. Well, what, do you, what do you make beats on? Well, what do you produce with? I produce with everything, bro. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of like mixed back, like mix, like your boy mixed back to Mike, man. I've been doing it from Frankensteining every piece of equipment together from. What's your, what's your favorite gear? What, what, what kind of samplers do you like? I like everything from you know, OG, KRS One, boom bop, hip hop to live stuff to even you know, new stuff, man. I think. I think there's great music in every generation, you know? I mean, there's... there's I mean, like a, what, what, what gear do you use to, to produce beats with? Or, or do you like Ableton or do you like a drum machines or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I, use, I use Pro Tools. I use uh, Reason. I use Fruity yeah. Loops. I use uh, Acid Music. Oh, uh, wow. I mean, even from back in the day, man. I mean, I, I, to me... Whatever it is, I'll just flip on it and stuff, you know? I mean, even if it's... I'll sample anything, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I used to Frankenstein my systems together with old turntables and old record players and everything, man. You know, just however you get it, whatever you sample it to get the sound. I mean, I mean, one of my first beats, I, like, sampled Conan, the Barbarian, you know, just yeah. flipping it. We smash Mike knows how to use Reason real well, too, so that's, that's pretty dope. Fruity Loops is... I, I, I love Fruity Loops too sometimes. I use that. 
Yeah, you know, uh, Reason was one of the first people to sponsor me. Uh, I remember, like, back in the day when Nam used to give out, like, a bunch of gear and stuff, and, like, they used to actually <laughs> kick down a bunch of stuff. So, like, when I – they gave me some, you know, cool gear, you know, cool software. They were messing with Babu at the time. Babu was, was doing some great beats. Now, what about the uh, – are you saying something about Aretha Franklin? You were working with the girl that sounds like Aretha Franklin? Yeah, so she had this song, a couple like this album. I thought she probably was gonna have like 10 million followers and this be off the chain and just so big I couldn't get to. And then I hit her up and no one knew who she was. It's just talent that was untapped. And then I just dipped into all the stems and got a, a big fat James Brown horn section on it. Got two rappers, and it's basically it's a song about racial equality. It's a song about like civil rights and what we're going through right now. Oh, that's beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, you know. So I mean, like, yeah. So actually, just had a friend just talk about it from the Grammys and everything. Talk about that we're even going to try and submit it to the Grammys and stuff, which I never even, you know, with all the great artists, I never even got nominated. I I never really thought about that, but. I don't know. I love this song, man. I mean, I'll, I'll play it for you sometime, man. You know what I mean? It's just, you know. So what about you? So what, So I saw you uh, You had a session the other day that you, you guys filmed. Like, yeah. You did like a, a Zoom session for... Yeah, for was, um, oh, my God. It was, so, it was so nerdy. I mean, we, you know, as a scratcher, we get really deep into the scratches. And here's a, like, see, like yesterday we got into like a lot of the basic scratches. These are like scratch notation, like... Uh, from the basics to some advanced stuff, like uh, when you go, when you go this way, that's a that's a forward. Like when you go on the turntable, that's forward. And then right. this way is backwards. You probably know that already. And then the dots represent where the fader is on the off position. Anyway, that's just the nerdy shit. But we got into it like from five, six o'clock till midnight, just nerding out on scratching. It was just, it was it was intense. We're here. This is this is called the octagon. Or we have a right, yeah. I, I've definitely seen you, you know, you know, pump that out before. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that that's the thing. I mean, you're definitely pioneering on the the PhD of scratch tech, the science behind it, and actually putting the notes. That that's like you're scoring it. You're literally making the orchestral notation for it right there. I mean, that's amazing, bro. It's nerd nerdism, but it's fun. We love it. I mean, dude, we're all, I mean, being nerds is the, I mean, nerds, I love being nerdy. I mean, nerdy is, the, I think, the people that truly have the passion and authentic, I mean, that being authentic and sincere to the craft, I mean, just having fun with it and loving it, man, you know, I mean, that's. Yeah, it's all fun, it's all fun. So, how old were you, were you when you started DJing? Ooh, I was uh, 15 when I started DJing. And yeah, just I should have got into it younger, man. But you know, everyone has a path in life. How about you? When, when did you start? I started a little bit later. I started at around seventeen. With uh, I don't know if you remember. Do you ever hear of a group? You living living legends? Yeah, yeah. hell yeah. All right, so you I grew up. I grew up. I grew up with living legends with uh, DJ Rilla, Michael Hand. Yeah. Little DJ Rilla, King of the Jungle. I mean, so if I say I was around 17, he was 15, he was DJing for Skyrim. 
here in LA, uh, we were working with like, uh, it's around the time where Black Eyed Peas had their studio up there and stuff. That was my, that was my first, my first remix is I actually DJ Motivate Monroe. It's like my big bro. He brought me in. He's the one that really put me on to producing and kind of having that ethic for doing remixes and stuff. And yeah, just that whole entire thing with, you know, beat junk, you know, just everyone, you know, beat junkies, everyone, you guys, scratch pickles, executioners. I mean, it's interesting. Like me and you come from more of a generation. I think that, you know, now that everyone has DJ controllers, remember when, when people, you know, would originally start using Serato and stuff and people would just look at it and be like, yo, that's not DJ, bro. Like people, unless you had records, that was a DJ in most people's minds, at least us as, at least for me as a DJ back in the day, now seeing everyone with that, there was definitely a period as being a DJ that, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was against it. I think, man, F this. And, and then I was like, yeah, forget it. It's pretty cool. You don't got to bring all your records. But, and you could use vinyl. You just turn the record over and you, know, you, got, you got your uh, analog sounds. So and we make records like that now. One side is with control tone and the other side is analog sound. So it's a, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I mean, vinyl, I mean, it's funny because a lot of my friends, we still use all vinyl sets and stuff. And like us still going to clubs, having, you know, like 10 crates, having to go up and down. I mean, I think that's, like you said, as someone who DJs all the time, like you, it's nice not having to bring all those crates and stuff sometimes. But that was also part of the story of, how we came up in our culture and just the whole entire process of, you know, putting the little dots on the records and really truly mapping out a set. It's definitely changed a lot in the last 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's for the better. I mean, you know, you got, you got the people that embrace it and you got the old timers like, ah, man, forget, forget all those matchsticks. It's all about rubbing, rubbing two sticks together and making a fire. Forget that. Forget the, Forget the ovens. It's all about, you know, searching for fire in a cave and taking it and bringing it back home and passing, you know, it's like, what the hell? Come on, man. Give it the times. Well, exactly. I think that, 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 that's very important is that like, it's all about the youth, right? I mean, that's where we started. We were youth one day and then that pioneering, like I, that's what I always look at people like, yo, you're a hate, they're haters. They're haters on the new stuff. And I'm all about the pioneering, the technology. I mean, however we could flip this and however we could streamline it. I mean, I see you always working on new gear. Yeah. Work on new gear and, and using the old gear. It's like, it's like a freaking piano, right? You got a piano, you got electric keyboards, you got synthesizers. You got grand pianos. Why not? You can use them all too. You don't have to just stick with one. If you want to use your old shit, use your old shit. You can all use new shit too. Use both. But exactly, bro. And that's what you know. I love about hip hop is I think like hip hop's the only music that you could incorporate every style into. Whether that's you know every world music, classical, the I mean, you incorporate it into hip hop, man. And it's just this melting plot of taking all the best of every genre and then just flipping it. And then I think that's what you're talking about with whether that's with new gear or new sound, like 
I love I, I love the new sounds on a lot of they like I think in every generation, you know, there's good stuff and there's bad stuff and you gotta cipher through it. That was one of the reasons I became a DJ because I love dipping through I mean, come on, like shadow and everything, just dipping through vinyl and looking for the artwork or just the whole entire process of just kind of like that universe just bringing you that sample or something, you know? That's true. I love that. I love that. That is very true. Yeah, man. You know, and I see like you, you know, you kind of like, a, you know, just a gear junkie too, man. I mean, I just love, I mean, I have all types of gear from throughout the years, stuff from that I got from my, from my dad, you know, Fender Rose from back in the day, you know, like kind of like the old pianos that Ray Charles used to use and, I think you get different sounds. I mean, remember like SP, you know, the SP 1200 and stuff and the oscillator and stuff. That was dope back in the day. Still got that. Hell yeah. Still got it, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Can't lose that. It has a, a unique sound. They all got good sounds. The new stuff got good sounds. The old stuff got good sounds. It's all dope. Dope, 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 dope. So, so like usually like during like a quality radio, like, um, I'll throw up some like pictures of like stuff from your career and this like just random things and just kind of like give us some things to talk about. So uh, I got some like some photos, some flyers and just, you know, show you and just, uh, you know, kind of like when I show it to you, just I want your thoughts on it, you know, I mean, let's roll here. Let's see what we got. Let's see. Let's see. Go. Oh my God! That, All right. There's there's two versions of that one. That right there is already a collector's item on eBay. That's like a hundred bucks. But if you get the one with the brown shirt, that's that's the rare one. They got a few. Only made a few of those. Shout to Huck G. All right. So this is so what is the so so, so this is this, so. I always see you were like you know working with like a lot of artistic stuff. So I mean that. Was this something you approached them on or is this something that you just woke up one day and they're like, yo, Q, I got this for you? Yeah. Like Hug G was like, yo, we need to make a, um, a toy out of you. And I'm like, hell yeah. And then he just made one out of me and I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, those are, those are rare right there. Little, little um, kid robot toys are like this big, I guess. It comes with a QFO turntable and some uh, Kazal, some B-Boy glasses. And um, nice. that is... Uh, that just keeps going up in price. So if anybody gets that, don't sell it. You got <laughs> gold mine in your hands. That too. Oh my God. That is like minimum OGs for QFG. So, so Vestex. So for most DJs, explain, you know, what was Vestex to us, you know, go growing up as DJs. Yeah, that's a, a great experimental uh, DJ company. Back then we used to work with them and I designed that QFO. I, I used to go to the beach in Hawaii a lot because I lived out there and I had a, um, a truck and I would go out there and just be like, damn, look at the violin guys playing on the beach. Look at the guitar guys playing on the beach. Uh, everybody's doing the thing on the beach, break dancers, whatever. Um, I was like, yeah, I want to bring my turntables out here, but I'm stuck in the truck. So I, I invented that uh, QFO. I just drew it. And uh, luckily with Vestex, I showed them the picture and they're like, oh, a turntable with Feda on it. Okay, cool. So they made it. A couple months later, I was at the beach practicing. And then now, now all the kids are doing it with the portable turntables with the, um, I, I got to give a shot to Reloop. They made a turntable with a uh, fader on it. It's about this big. It's, it scratches little seven inch records, but you can right, also right. scratch all these records on it too, which people don't know that much about, but man, it's, it's a beautiful thing to scratch wherever you want. Like these, um, 
like musicians that can bring their flutes around anywhere they want, et cetera. It's, it's dope. Yeah, man. I mean, I think that's, you know, especially like you're saying, you know, you're at the beach, the mission. I mean, I, I think that's what people don't really understand for like, you know, most people, they have a job, but this is our lives. This is our career. And like, you know, to be able to be at the beach and then to work on some R and D and, 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 and to have to come up with something like this. I mean, I always love working on new gear, man. I mean, it's just, you know, it's, I think it's a big part of the whole entire, you know, culture is, is just always, like you said, expanded on new gear, bro. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Boom. Next thing. Ooh, the only way can, that's a gold record uh, from Thud Rumble. The only way you can get that is if you go to, we have these things called uh, Night at the Octagon. Like if you go to thudrumble.com, you can sign up for those. Uh, you can get those gold records if you have, because what we do is this thing is called Secrets of the Scratch. That, that what I was showing you. And then whoever can come up with the best secret of the night can get a gold record. So there's, there's two coming up, I think Saturday and Friday coming up in a couple of days, but it's, a, it's like every week there's a different, uh, if you go to uh, Instagram, add me on at DJ Kubert, you can find like the times and dates of those little um, night at the octagon secrets of the scratch sessions and the best sure. secret gold record like that. That's dope. Now, how do you, now that, logo in the center with the bug how did you come up with the uh, you know the the needle thing like that what was, what was... I called a beetle uh what's his name doug doug one doug cunningham he's in a, a group called uh morning breath incorporated and they make art and they did uh i don't know if you ever seen my movie uh, wave twisters this is a movie i made a long time ago and yeah well... i'm working on part zero right now it's like the prequel to wave twisters you can get all the songs free on thudmumble.com well, actually, you can get half of the album for free because the other half will be a, a surprise when the vinyl version comes out, the iTunes version, all that, whatever. So, 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 um, so. He's the artist that made that, that Beatle logo. He did the, the movie for Wave Twisters. Amazing That's what's up, though. First animated hip-hop movie was, is what I'm talking about. All right, so what about... So, uh, there's a lot of DJs out there, I think, that aren't ho household names, but to, I think people like us, like, I think are the some of the pioneers that really made it and stuff. So I'm gonna throw up a couple images of a couple people and just yeah, yeah. what's your thoughts of these individuals or if you they look familiar. Go for it. Boom. That's my boy Craze right there from Miami. Craze, right? My dog. He comes sometimes he comes out here to the octagon. We practice together, we scratch together. We did a couple records together, tractor, tractor records together. And uh that's my dog right there. Right, just a natural talent, right? I mean, just talk about, you know, traveling band there. I mean, he definitely was an inspiration for me coming up, like, just like, yo, man, the kid's just lucid on the tables, man. That's the homie right there. That's what's oh, up. That's what's, that's what's up. Sorry, next thing. All right. Boom. That look familiar? That's Invisible Scratch Pickles, who's in there? Mixmaster Mike, Shortcut D-Styles, Apollo, Yoga Frog, DJ Disc. DJ Flair, give a shot to Tomcat. Boom, so is this another piece of artwork that just like, you just woke up and like, they're just like, yo, 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 can you check this out? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a trip, man. I mean, his artwork's always been some of the nicest stuff out there as far as hip hop culture, man. Yeah, yeah. Just like with B Bua, man, you know, that, that piece he did for you is amazing, bro. That's the homie Bua too, yeah. We do, sometimes we do like live streams. 
All right, so here's a little history for, do you know what this is? That is, uh, was that the first uh, turntable or whatever? That is Thomas Edison with the first turntable, bro. Yeah, Thomas Edison. He was a, uh, was a uh, Tesla. Tesla and him were fighting back in the days because Tesla had the uh, electricity, uh, free electricity, and then this guy took took the electricity and and, and made it that we had to um, pay for it. But it's, we should be having free energy, so that's what kind of like what our future is is the free energy stuff. Right, 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 right. Anyway, besides that, this guy, yeah, he invented the first turntable. Hell yeah. I think, unless it's alien technology we don't know about yet. Exactly, right? All right, here's uh, another little sun sign. What about, what about this, bruh? That's, uh, what is, oh, that's one of those weird mixtapes that we make, and, and then we don't, like, we just make the covers out of anything. Like, we don't even know what the hell. Boom, just patch it together, just yeah, a little exactly. collage. The first thing that looks stupid, we'll just put it and put it on the front cover or whatever. Right, right, right. It's a shot to DJ Shortcut. It's just, we just made a, uh, I, I guess we were just practicing and recorded it. Right, 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 right. We put together some, any, anything that didn't make sense, we put it on the cover. This gentleman right here, what was this Jeremy like? Grand Wizard Theodore, DJ Jumi, those are all fam. I think DJ Flair's in there too. I think, I think it was Masters of the Scratch. I forgot what that was, but yeah, those are all, that's all the fam right there. Jazzy Jeff, man, pretty, pretty, pretty uh, amazing talent on the tables, right? Who, Jazzy Jeff? Yeah, man. Of course, that's the homie that uh, he brought out like a lot of cool, crazy scratches. The chirp scratch. I asked him about the chirp scratch. He said they've been doing that yeah. way before that even came up. All right. What about this, boss? That right there it looks like something from we did something in Japan or China or something. I like, what is that writing right there? So, so this, 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 this fire made me think about something. So, uh, where internationally do you remember being one of your favorite shows? When I'm trying to make that face. <laughs> right. That's what I saw. I saw that's the battle look, bro. That's that battle. Like, Hey, I'm coming for the DFC championship. <laughs> you up, but really I get fucked up. Oh uh, man! So where where would you say uh, internationally traveling? Do you think most iconic? You know, where do you think with, with touring? Do you, do you, do you just because here you go. I was gonna say, what's that? That's a, pretty, that's a that's a pretty it's a pretty big crowd there, Q. That's a pretty what big crowd. Low resolution. Low resolution. I I guess. I thought it was bigger before, so, but uh, she said, "All right, let's see." Okay, what about this, boss? Ooh, that's that's a mixer we're working on right now. It's a um, it's a, a mixer with a computer inside, so you don't got to bring your laptop everywhere. Shot to DJ Hardrich, DJ Yoga Frog, and DJ Jesse Dean. It's called the Invader Mixer. That's a big project right there because we're trying to get all in depth and everything. Is that's. And all the little bugs in there, that's like, it's, it's going to be a beautiful thing when that comes out. How long have you been working on this, bro? Ooh, years and years since the, since the day we had a laptop. Since the day we had a laptop with the computer, with the mixer, I think was that around the year 2000-something, around that time. Since then, we've been having that idea like, really? You could just put, there's so much room here. Can't you just put the mixer right there in the top of the, I mean, the computer right in the top of the mixer? So now it's coming to fruition. 
you can kind of do it now. We have this thing called the a photon fader where you can use your iPad as the screen. Right. And you just you don't even need a, a computer anymore. Yeah, that looks illmatic. It's like you got like the MPC pads right there. It looks like you got uh, Serato locked in. I mean, bro, that streamlines it, bro. You're that's traveling band right there. That means hop on the plane, bring that, lock it in. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. God has a plan for that thing, so it's coming. Now, are you actually working on the circuit board? Like you are, are physically working on the circuit boards and that type of stuff, or you have uh, people working on that type of stuff? Oh yeah, that's uh, DJ Hardrich is the is the brains with that. You gotta give him a shot. Add him on uh, Instagram at DJ Hardrich, and ask him if you want to know more about that progress. Excellent, that. excellent. So here's uh, someone that I thought might be an interesting topic. Uh, Swall again. Well, it's yeah, DJ. Yeah. It's it's DJ Livia. Have, have you seen this uh, this young girl, DJ Livia, yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the homies too. All those all those up and comers are are. There you go. There she is. Yeah, yeah. Those are. They, they just keep getting better and better. All the kids, it's like they were, they were a DJ and then they died and they reincarnated into these young kids with the same talent now, just taking off from where they left from when they were in their past life. Right. I mean, she's, I mean, talk about when we were talking about like wishing we were DJing younger. I mean, imagine having a nice setup like that at that age and just being able to use it like your Nintendo and just go, I mean, she, I mean, she's, she's dope. I mean, she, she's got a lot of, uh, natural rhythm and stuff like when you listen to her mixes and stuff she definitely like she she definitely likes to beat juggle and she definitely likes to scratch oh definitely yeah man these these kids are like a, you know they just uh it's that reincarnation shit you know we, we never die our spirits are just energy you know and it just goes into another body well, i guess well talking about that i think one of the ultimate journey journeymen that we know seen this gentleman right here what do you think about him that's my brother that's my 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 closest brother with in DJing. That's that's my doggy dog. That's the fam right there. That's my blood. Mixmaster Mike. Right, Beastie Boys. I mean, I don't think people really understand how much work he's put in on the tables and just for the craft and like how much a backbone of the culture and in uh, hip hop. Really, when you look at who built hip hop DJing in a lot of ways. This gentleman right here, his opening sets for the Beastie Boys were just mean. And that was before any computer. That was just. Mean. That's the word. Fucking mean. Everything. You mean, right? That look at how he would have in the zone. Just, and how he would just, just, just look at, you know, just boom. That's what we do, man. That's that raw, raw shit. That's, that's our fan. That's our, that's, that's our, that's our whole crew right there. Raw, but like raw. We don't give a fuck. Like everything's like coming at you like fucking bullets exactly what's this good sir dr octagon shot to a uh, cool keith and dan the automator that is like it looks like their new version it looks like the electronic version of dr octagon honestly i never got this version i got i gotta um i gotta call him up and say uh yo right yeah. now <laughs> right i mean uh he's well, actually you know, DJ Popper is my stage name, but my real name's Keith. So that was actually my nickname growing up. Everyone used to always joke, be like, yo, what up, cool Keith? <laughs> That's funny. You know, the weird thing about this whole project is uh, cool Keith's birthday is October 7th. And Dan the Automator's kid's birthday is October 7th. And guess what my birthday is? What is it, boss? October 7th. That's the most weirdest, weirdest shit. <laughs> 
So you guys all have the same birthday. Yeah, it's the weirdest, weirdest, weirdest shit. I've seen that with a lot of my like like people I love, like you know, someone with their family or the kid. They'll be born on the same day, and it's crazy. I mean, that's sharing that day, man. Right? Yeah, but I mean, it's cool that me and uh, Cool Keith were the same birthday. All right, that's a interesting coincidence. But why does Dan, the automated son, have to have that same birthday? I was like, what? Right. Oh, look at this. What you got here? You got to, uh, tied in on some cosmic. So th- what's this good, sir? Speaking of tied in with some cosmic, this is an alien album. It's, it's an encyclopedia part one of a- different alien races. And that blue, that blue side on the right is uh, the first uh, Bluetooth controller where you can control, you can DJ with that Bluetooth, con- Bluetooth controller without records. You can just touch the paper and you can scratch and you can move the fader. And you could scratch with the paper, like touching the paper. It's the weirdest thing. And everything. And, you, and, and what was the inspiration behind this? Uh, we just wanted to do something different. Everything we do, we want to try to do something different that has never been done before. And the whole album is in alien writing. And so what happened? We were we were uh, nominated for a Grammy, and then they uh, what do you call it? They said actually, you broke the rules. You can't have alien writing on it. And we were like, what? It has to have English. You have to have English writing. And we were like, oh, hell no. We're keeping the alien writing. Fuck you. <laughs> so we fucking left it like that. All alien writing. We don't, we don't like no fucking rules, especially when they said it has to be in uh, no alien writing. We're like, we're going the, the opposite direction. Then. Thanks for telling us that. No doubt. So Thanks for the rules. We're going to break that shit. So as one of the pioneers of turntables, what do you think of these, man? Do you think that this is someone that's rocking on this? That this is, what do you think of these things? I had I had a setup like that before. Uh, I was sponsored by Rain 2. It's, it's great. And uh, there's going to be, uh, it's going to get improved in the future. Let's just say, put it there. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think that it's, it's getting more accurate. The feel on it, it's, it's just the weird, you know, like, uh, the one thing that you're losing a little bit, I think it's like, you know how like Newmark and Cut Chemist, they would do a lot of percussion stuff with the needle and everything. You still can't really get those pitches, I guess, in the same, but it's pretty darn good for beat juggling and streamlining the show, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, li- I, like, I like my stuff accurate, so it's, uh, it's going to keep getting better. Everything keeps getting better anyway, so it's, all, it's this beautiful thing to just start from there, let's say. Okay, what about this right here? Does that Ooh, look familiar? Yeah, that's when I went to the uh, U.S. U.S. Championship, like right after the um, the the Bay Area Championships. I won the DMC in the Bay Area Championships, and then um, I was like, I'm not gonna win. I'm just gonna practice and I do my best. And I won the Bay Area Bay Area Championships, and then from there I had to go to the West Coast Finals. I was like, I'm not gonna win. I'm just gonna do my best, and I won the West Coast Championships. I'm like, oh shit. I got to the, this is the U.S. championships now. I was like, I'm not going to win. I'm just going to do my best because all the best DJs are in the U.S. I'm just going to do my best. I don't give a fuck about winning. So I fucking win. I'm like, holy shit, what happened? And then I got, <laughs> to, I got to the world finals. I'm not finals, the world eliminations where they pick the 10 best countries to go to the world finals. So I got to the world eliminations, like I think 30, 40 countries. I was like, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to win. I'm just going to do my best. So I practiced my ass, I practiced my ass, and I fucking won the world eliminations. And then right. I got I get to the world competition, right? Right. And I like, I don't need to practice. I'm fucking so dope. I don't gotta <laughs> practice that. Oh, I'm gonna fucking take everybody out. And I end up losing. 
Yeah, well, pre preparation, right? Yeah, I got, I got big headed. So that that this is uh, my lesson of I practice every fucking day now. I don't give a fuck. Right, you know, like definitely, I've definitely felt that. Like, especially when we were younger, you get that Jimi Hendrix type feeling. You're like, yo. I'm just going to Jimmy Hendrix this right now. I'm just giving you the guitar. We'll go out and have some fun. Let me take this. Let me do that. Mm -hmm. Don't work out that way completely. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you, you get the zone and you get the right, but it's always good to be prepared. You got to stay humble and practice and train, you know, and, and, and you know, you can, that's when you do your best. Basically. No, definitely. Definitely. I definitely think, I mean, so that, that's definitely, I would agree for the kids, you know, you, you want to, be humble and you know you wanna what about this good sir oh that's the that's part one of wave twisters the movie and then now i'm working on uh, wave twisters the movie part zero which is a prequel to this album it's every every song is a character in that movie you gotta watch that movie go to go to, it's free on youtube wave twisters the movie check it out you'll see all the characters it's all it's all the first animated hip-hop graffiti movie check that shit out nice all check right so a little yeah. something different. I'll flip it. Uh, throw a little curveball right here. Go ahead, go go. What do you think about this, boss? So they they put this out like a few months ago, and then they also put it out uh, I think a day or two ago, and people are not even paying attention to it. Like, hello, come on. We've been talking about this since the '90s, and now now it's coming out, and everyone's like, they're just turning a cheek, not even looking at it. Like, dude. And also, you know, I guess they might be preparing for that. What do you think about that fake alien invasion coming out? You heard about that? Yeah, man. I've definitely, I mean, project, project, project Blue Bleem. I mean, people have been talking about that for a long time. Yeah, with the holograms in, in, the, in the air and stuff. And well, yeah, what, what, what do you think about all that? Bro, I think that there's a trillion stars out there. There's countless inhabitable planets and... There has to be life out there, bro. There has to be intelligent life out there. Now, if you look at archaeology and you look at human record, obviously there's a lot of symbolism looking like that at different times, definitely intelligent something was 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 visiting our civilization. And uh, I mean, look at look at the pyramids. They um, Japan tried to make a pyramid one fifth the size as the si as the, as big as Giza. They can't even do it. It's, exactly. I mean, I think that, that that type of stuff, the how the stones are cut. I mean, there's the straight lasers straight. Like, bzz, there's no way they can cut that straight. That thing one one freaking brick is is heavier than a freaking airplane. Exactly. So I think that there's uh. And how about this? They're smart enough to get here. They could have already taken us out more than likely. So, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, think that know, I think it's like anything else. That just like there's good humans and bad humans, I'm sure there's good and bad aliens. And that, uh, hey, man, I wouldn't mind hopping on a spaceship and going somewhere and go checking it out. I can't lie. I mean, if they, especially because I remember you said that in Scratch. Like, you're like, yo, I just sometimes sit there and I scratch and I'm just trying to talk to the send a message to the alien, you know, like, and that would be my, like, cause what I do with the quality radio and worldwide familia, the theme of it is this music is for all races worldwide working for peace and equality. So for me, you know, that message of 
you know, just love and acceptance, man. This is so important, bro. Yeah. Yeah. We're all one. We're all one race. We're all part of God, part of the universe, whatever. So we're just here to, to entertain ourselves because we're, we're all the same person really, but in an illusion of separatism. Right. And I, I think that, um, you know, that's, that's, a you know, an yeah, there's, I got a couple more for you here. Happy just, birthday, uh, belated birthday to Z-Trip, by the way. All right. Well, let's, let's see. There's a couple other things I want to, let's, Yo, let's that? start with, let's start with, uh, this. Go for it. What's that? So virtual reality concerts, what you think? That's fun, yeah. Why not have? I mean, if you don't, if you can't do it over here and you're lazy to go out, yeah, have it, do it in virtual reality. Why not? It's kind of fun. There's so you, much cool if stuff. You look at, if you look at, so uh, let's see. Hold on, that was the wrong one. Corona, Corona conspiracy. My friend works at the hospital, and then. All right. Well, there you go. Let's. How about this? So let's go right here. Okay. Dude, so my my in the hospital. I'm mean, in the news. It's like overrun with patients. It's like lines around the block. Um, and they're taking footage from all these crazy hospitals. I, my, I pick my friend up at the hospital. If this shit is empty, it's just regular patients that are normally there. And he even says it too. He's like, what the hell? What, what? I thought in the news, all the, it's supposed to be overrun by Corona pa patients. It's like, there's nobody here. It's like a ghost town. It's just normal. It's like, if, if someone dies, he said, if someone dies from just some regular disease, like a flu or something, the doctor gets uh, more like $30,000 or something if he marks it as a Corona uh, death. Right now, um, do you know any? Do you know anyone that has died from Corona? Uh, no, no. But I, you know, I, I don't. You know, I, I believe it, it's true. You know, some people have that really died. It's a real thing. Oh, I know a bunch of people have gotten really sick and died, bro. Like my friend's mom just died last night. You know, like yeah, I mean, yeah it's, it's real. It's a real thing, but I don't think it's the actual numbers are like exaggerated. I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I mean. I guess that's the one thing is that everything right now is this kind of exaggerated and kind of amplified, right? With, with, you know, quarantine, you know, with quarantine, you know, people's, you know, uh, everything is just, just going off of, you know, just people are ultra sensitive right now. Yeah. If you stay healthy, it's not going to affect you. If you keep your spirits up high and you're, you're happy and you're well, loving, it, I don't think it's going to affect you. I think this kind of comes into it too, because I think with, uh, you know, with a lot of what's going on, like there's been a lot of new, like, you know, racism towards Asian people because of this. And that's really hard for me because a lot of my friends are Asian and like, that's a really bad stereotype to assume. And I know you've, you know, gone through some stuff recently and stuff. I mean, what do you have to speak about that as, you know, as an Asian American and you growing up and I know you went through some stuff, man, but, I'm sure you've experienced a lot of racism in your life and, 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 and bias and bigotry and actually, no, it's no. A, the racism. Uh, first of all, I hate racism. I, I come from San Francisco. So we're like a seven by seven mile radius, like seven miles by seven. It's a little ass city with every freaking nationality in it possible. So I come from a city where everyone is, is like around us. Every nationality is around. So we're used to it. We're like, we're like cool with everybody. And so all this racism coming, it's like, almost seems like it's coming from different areas of the world where there is racism. And I'm like, not used to it. I'm like, what's going on here? You know, we're like, we're so used to being peace and love. And, and it's like, it's almost like I want to say like, yo, y'all got to get with the program and be more loving and be more, 
you know, get along with everyone. We're all one. You know, it's like, what? It's, like, it's, it's interesting. What, what do you think about that? Have you ever been to San Francisco? Yeah, man. I, I mean, I've definitely come up and DJed a couple of shows up in San Francisco. I mean, I... Yeah, I hate Ashbury. He's amazing, man. I mean, the whole entire vibe. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big deadhead. I, 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 I love that vibe. I, you know, I, I love all that. It, it, it's just, you know, as far as ha racism and like, I think I agree with you. Like, in that sense, it's hard because if you have a bunch of friends and you don't have a racist bone in your body it's hard to see the other side of it of where you have maybe for like, for me, like, but I have a lot of friends that do experience it all the time, man. You know, I mean, like definitely this issue right now of going on with George Floyd and all that stuff. I mean, come on, bro. There's over 500 unarmed people that got murdered that they never had a case. And if that would have been our, one of our friends or a relative be destroyed. And I think that destroys people's mentality is that this feeling of this injustice will happen to them and there will be no consequence, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I guess yeah. that kind of goes in with this, with this one I was going to show you was, uh, see, what do you think about these ones? So have you seen the, the secret police and everything about in, yeah. in, in Portland and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Supposedly they're, they're taking out the, uh, what do you call those, agent saboteurs? And then uh, people are um, people are saying, oh, they're just taking street people off the streets. But you ever heard of those agent saboteurs? They, they're hired. Yeah, an agent provocateur. They've definitely yeah, set that up. Yeah, yeah. Agent provocateur, sorry. Yeah. So they're taking no, no. people, and, and that's, that's what I heard. But if they're taking regular people, that ain't cool, but if they're taking oh, those agents- dude, my homies just went to Seattle and filmed it and everything. There's definitely unmarked federal agents there picking up peaceful protesters and just swooping them up, bro. I mean, I got, cool. my, friend I went into, like my friends went took pictures and videos of it the other day. I mean, and the problem is, is that a lot of the things that they're showing is that they're tied in with, so like that's, that was one of the other things that's been coming up is that like kind of a conversation me and my friends have been having is, you know, like, what do you think about about this, bro? About that they're talking about bringing the KKK and making it into a terrorist organization. I mean, do you think that's fair? I mean, that like, it's not that ain't cool. I don't like anything that's gonna like anything evil and against God. That's that's peace and love and good. Anything against that is bad. Of course. Well, I think so. It's, it's funny you say that because I think one thing I've heard you talk about that we both have. I think we're on the same page about is these vaccinations and everything. And like, they're saying they're going to mandatorily make people take vaccinations. And I'm, no, I'm, cool. I, I, I'm, I'm straight on that. Like, yo, if no, I don't want anyone forcing me to do anything, bro. Hell no, I'm healthy as a motherfucker. I ain't gonna, I don't need no extra non-healthy shit. I didn't wear the mask since the fucking, the whole thing. The only time I wear a mask is when I go groceries and I still didn't catch that shit. So I don't need no extra fucking, Vaccine shit, fuck that shit. That ain't cool. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, have you seen this, bro? Have you seen what's going on in Singapore? Yeah, that's not cool. You know how you they're trying to eliminate the cops? And then now these robot dogs are coming in. And then what's after the robot dogs is the freaking uh, robo cops. Fuck that shit. That's, imagine if the robot cops got, like, you know, fucking weapons, man. This is going to turn into Cybertron. We're all going to get fucked up by that AI shit. That AI is... 
That's what AI is. The devil is AI. God is all good. So he had to create a program, which is the AI to be the fucking devil. And that's what all this shit is to have, have fun fighting it. So we're trying to fight this AI. So that AI is not cool. What about this boss? That is, that is a movie warning you about the dangers of AI technology. You have to control it. See that robot in the back? Right. Uh, you have to control the robot. Like, let's say you want to have like, uh, a, like, like, let's say somebody got some farm the field. You can have a, a, a robot do that or some kind of AI thing do. Like, let's say you got to disarm a bomb. Okay, you can have an AI do that or, or like uh, go in the field and find all the mines in the field so that people don't step on them. Maybe one of those robots could be good. But to have a robot as a cop, Hell Bro. no. Robocop, remember that? I mean, and I love to like... Make, you're trying to make him look cool and shit. Hell no, that shit's... Terminator, that shit is not cool, man. You know, and it's like, remember like watching Spaceballs and you'd see like the walls with the talking and stuff. Like, I love stuff like that. That part of technology, working on new turntables, that type of stuff. I mean, they're talking about that now that they're trying to put even like connections to people's brains where you're thinking about it and it'll actually make the beat for you just for you thinking about how you want the beat to sound that's cool that's cool but don't let it be straight up stuck inside of you because that should they could program some other shit to be like turn you into like a zombie and basically we're food to these aliens you guys think i'm stupid but there's fucking we're basically food to these aliens type in adrenochrome and you guys are gonna find out what what the fuck we are really to these aliens we're fucking the, they eat our blood these vampires and that's what this whole new movement of love and pieces we're going to get rid of all these fucking vampires off this planet and shit that's why all these people are getting busted in hollywood that are doing all this um blood drinking uh, satanic worship shit all that shit's coming out right now you know about all that right bro i think that that is ultimate truth man i think that it, hey, that's hey, talk about it talk about it since the beginning of time i mean i think and how about this i would say that we're all in this constant battle of the devil trying to allure us to do to to, to sell to sell out and like that there's no there's no just all that money bullshit there's only karma if you put good shit out it's going to come back to you you know like that was really hard for me like i knew i knew kanye before he was famous man like that shit drives people nuts bro you know the, the this this Everything out there, it, it's not easy, man. And I think, like, I grew up with Michael Jackson. They're, they're, people don't understand how invasive it is being in the public eye. I mean, you, I'm sure you've experienced it before. I mean, you know, that it's really hard when people that you don't know have this visceral amount. I mean, the hate mail I get sometimes and stuff, people saying things to me where I'm just like. Well, why, why, what, do, what do they don't like what you're saying? What what have I been approached for before? What have I experienced? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I'm just I'm a white guy in hip hop, and I'm trying to <laughs> I'm a pro I'm a trying to appropriate the culture, and that that I'm just a white devil, and that yeah. that nothing I could do could be sincere or authentic because I'm not I'm already just trying to steal or whatever you know, and that's very hard for me because. Music comes from my soul, you know? Like, that's why I call my album From My Soul, you know? like Who invented black people and who invented white people? God. The same, the same person. Who invented black people? Who invented white people? God, right? Invented, God, I mean, we're all one, man. What? Come on. That's the stupidest shit. All that racism shit is stupid. 
And that's, you know, that's been the hard thing for me is that like, you know, Rila used to joke on me and some, sometimes I'd make a dope beat and he'd just be like, yo, bro, people are going to look. Hey, and that's where one of the things that I feel like always that I have to come with the creme de de creme, whether it's my music, I, I always feel like I have to give it A1 because I feel like I'm so, so under the microscope, bro. I mean, just because people are just so critical of everything. Man. Like, you, know, you almost, almost got to give compassion to those people that don't know we're one. It's like, it's like, all right, that's all good, you know, whatever. But you know, you know in your heart that you're, you're, we're all one and we're all working together. It's all, it's all good. Some people just don't know. And that's what the illusion of life is. If we all knew, then it kind of would be boring. So we kind of got to have this illusion of separatism to, to be like, what's going on? Who are these motherfuckers? You know, but we're all just one. It's, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, and that and that's the thing is that I always got that vibe from you is that you have love for the music, you have the love for everybody, and like, you know, it's it's not easy out there sometimes being a public figure and and just how people are. But you know, I think we just got to keep pushing, you know, keep pushing and just keep doing it for the love and just only like Mar, you know, Martin Luther King said only. Only love could kill hate, man. You know, hate can't kill hate, you know. And keep your vibe high, you know, be happy and, and, and just keep helping people. And that's, that's it, man. If, you, if, you're, if you're negative and, and you go into their world, then everything will fall apart. So don't let none of this media shit get you pissed off or nothing. It's, they want you to be mad. They want your vibrations low. Hell no, nah, you don't fall for that trap. Always yeah, be and, I de- and I definitely think that everything being, being happy being healthy i've seen see i've seen a lot of people make a lot of money in my life you know it's like for me it's about being happy with who you are with people it's about being healthy because you could have 500 million dollars in the bank if you're not healthy bro it don't matter man yeah the ultimate happiness is giving man just give people your 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 gift and you'd be all good you know the ultimate evil is selfishness like motherfuckers be like hell no that's my shit that ain't your shit that's that's pretty evil if you uh can wake up to it hello yeah yeah and i think that gift of music that we have is just like that thing that i just try and spread every day bro i just try and spread that love love and and obviously you're always gonna have the people out there that no matter what you do are gonna spread you know hate and just be opposite you know oppositional but you know i think that's that the that's the test too, right? To, to endure through all this. And that's one of the things, that's one of the reasons I reached out to you because think about in the 20 years, how many DJs have stopped DJing because they were DJs because they wanted to be a DJ, not because they are a DJ. Like, and that's why I reached out to you, bro, for Equality Radio is because I feel like you're a DJ regardless. You're a turntable, you know, like you're a turntablist. You have a passion for this and I think that's extraordinary and, and rare, bro. So I just wanted to show to you my appreciation and, and just give you that honor and, you know, give you that respect, man, because uh, you've definitely been an inspiration to me, bro. Oh, man. I mean, you're doing it too. You're, you're, you're following your love. You're doing this equality radio. You're spreading love out there. Man, that's, that's, a, that's an important job you're doing, bro. That's, that's like a, a keystone kind of figure right there. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. And, you know, definitely – with this next push with my music here, man, I'm really, you know, I, I want it as big as Bob Marley, bro. I mean, I definitely, I got all this new music I'm about to push out, bro. Uh, it's yeah. funny because uh, I'm older and I would say that most people don't know who I am, but I, 
I definitely got a catalog that I'm about to dump on it. And I, uh, like stuff I did for Nas, stuff I did for, yeah, I did some remixes for Nas. I did some remixes for Most Def and Talib Kweli. And like, you know, just what I feel is authentic hip hop and just, and now trying to push the boundary of new stuff because I don't want to be stuck in that nineties hip hop box. You know, I, I want to be a pioneer for the future of music too. Like you said, which I think you always did too, which I always saw you trying to, that you, that was always your mentality was your present, but you're also trying to do it for the future and for the children. I see you're very important for you to teach children. Just do it for everybody. You know, we're all, you know, you might think some kids are, are stupid, but uh, a one-year-old child is just as smart as an adult. It's just they don't can't express it, you know. So it's like they get respect too. They all, we're all one. We're all, we're all God in these bodies. You know, we all know what's up in our, in our own different ways, you know. It's God expressing itself as a, as a tree, as a dog, as a person, as an insect. You can't even, I don't even freaking hurt insects no more unless it's, unless it's a mosquito or something. But I, I even send a mosquito a mosquito to heaven. I was like, God, I got to send this mosquito to heaven. Thank you. <laughs> right? I, mean, I, don't, I don't like hurting insects or animals or anything. We're all freaking God experiencing life. Even this turntable is experiencing life as, as God is, is a turntable. Like, I'm a turntable. What the hell? Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's, all, it's all you got to respect everything. Even my car, I'd be like thanking my car. My, well, that's what they, you know, they talk about. Like, with everything in life. I mean, if you look at it, it's all freaking atoms that are moving. It's got life in it. Everything got life in it. So respect every life. Definitely. I think that's very important, man, is that energy that's on everything. And then what, I mean, have you ever, have you ever seen those experiments in Japan where they put the rice and they talk to the rice for the month and they talk nice to it or they talk bad to it or they ignore it and how the energy that you just express manifests physically? That's real shit. You can see it in water. This is guy, Dr. Emoto, and uh, you can see the water when you when you give it like love it has like it turns of uh, the the what do you call it? the molecules in there turn into like little miniature snowflakes or if you give it like hate and then i hate you freaking water and then you look at the uh, microscope and you look at the um, molecules are all disintegrated right. so it's that's real that's real science right there check them out dr emoto uh, you about this thing, life in the day today for YouTube, where they're asking everyone on YouTube to film the film themselves and then submit it for this movie for Sundance. Not, no, I didn't see that. What is that all about? Well, that's one of the reasons I wanted to get you on here too, because I'm gonna submit this thing for this for this movie to to kind of show a little insight into our lives and what I think is important in our culture, man, because I think that this, this hit, you know, this music culture is extremely important to us. And, uh, you know, it's funny, like I seeing how you have your room set up, it just reminds me so much of myself. I mean, you know, and I think that it's just, that's my safe place, man. You know, having my gear, being there just with my friends and my loved ones and collaborating with people that just, have love, you know, and that was the reason I reached out to your cues because I see that you love DJing and turntablism and I feel the same way. And I don't feel, I feel most people are in this game a lot of times just for money or whatever, or fame. I think you just want to be like me. Like I just want to be dope and have fun with it and sound cool and have a great time with it and that experience. And I mean, you know, it's like, it's like money, money, like people, what do you want money for? Oh, so I can be happy. Well, fuck the money. How do you get happy? So the happiness is by giving. That, that's the secret. 
So do that instead. <laughs> and so all day, the, the less I give, the less happy I am. The more I give my, my gift to people, the more happy I am. So it's like, shit, I love being happy. So I'm gonna keep on working and making shit for people. And I, and I love doing it too. It's like a catch 22 of goodness. Right, bro. I mean, and that's the thing. I think when you surround yourself with love and, and healthy people, that people that treat you right. I mean, that was one of the reasons I wanted to, you know, because I, 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 I was humbled that you got back to me and that you followed up with this and stuff. You know, usually everyone, a lot of times in the music business acts like a rock star and are just too cool for anything. And I appreciate the humility, man. And I appreciate you speaking to everyone and just kind of, you know, putting it out there because definitely, uh, I always had that feeling, man. And, uh, you know, I'm happy to share this with you, bro. I mean, yeah, man, I talk about love and peace. And it sounds corny as a motherfucker, but it's, it's real shit. I mean, my music is raw. I'm like, I'm like, I'm battle mode in my music. It's all sinister and crazy and, 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 and raw and shit. But as a person, you know, I'm all about peace and love. Me too, man. You know, it's funny. It's like, Except for us, even we're, and then that's funny though. You were all about love, but we're we're in the DJ battle. Then we're all focused. <laughs> it's just fun. It's just fun. It's like you know. It's just. I don't believe that for a second. I see you wanted to eat people alive there back in the day. <laughs> Still, motherfucker. But then you know, of course, it's all it's all for. It's Rocky all, Rock used to have that look too a lot too. Rocky, remember DJ Rocky Rock? Yeah, yeah, it's the homie too. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he always had that look too. Like he always went when in his set, you know, he he always had that hunger. You could always see that just like But that's the one that's the one thing I kind of miss about hip hop these days is that that B-boy culture that we had of that I mean, it's still there in a lot of ways, but that, that I guess it's like anything else. I guess we were at a, a special place that never could be recreated. Just like I guess it was like them in the 60s, you know, that beginning part of hip-hop you know early before technology really we were on the cusp where technology and analog bridged the gap and there wasn't really a access in the way that there is now i mean yeah yeah there's that too i'm gonna let me go back to what i was saying earlier like you know not every freaking song of mine is like you know like raw and sinister but sometimes i i got you know because i'm a hip-hop hippie I'm a hippie, like I, I freaking do everything that's, you know, I got the sage burning to get away the evil energy out here. I clear the room with like selenite, you know, blah, blah, blah. But sometimes I'll, I'll do music that's, that's spiritual. I'll be flowing and I'll be spreading love energy through the turntables to, to people. And people can, can feel that sometimes. Some people will come up to me and be like, yo, were you spreading love energy as you were scratching? And I was like, dude, how the hell did you know that? And it's like, wow. So they could, some people could feel that. So I, I you know, I have that side of me too, you know? That's funny you say that because I, I I have that happen all the time too, man. And that's <clears throat> it's self-evident, I think, in everything in our lives. People feel the energy that we're trying to put out there and the vibe and our legacy. And I think that's important because our legacies live on after us and proceed us. And you know, I mean. Yeah, I mean, you're doing music, man. Some, you know, a lot of times that shit's bigger than freaking. What you're doing is bigger than politics, bro. You know, so art is art transcends, transcends all that stuff. Well, that's such a hard thing, right? Because politics could be so offensive to people, and it's just like, I mean, that. 
I mean, that was one of the hard things too. It's like, you know, it's like I see people get attacked for their political beliefs, whether it's on the left or the right. And that's not right. I mean, at the end of the day, I think that people should be able to agree, agree to disagree and still be cordial and still be articulate and still be yeah, diplomatic. You know, you got the, the right side and the left side. Why can't you be on the outside and be like, hmm, what if those two guys are working together to make this whole thing happen? You know, or what if, what if the one side is right? What if those guys are right? You know, let's have, let's have a discussion. You know, what if the guy that's out of the box is wrong? What if there's another box outside of that looking at the whole shit like, oh, look, I got all three categories happening. What if- Well, I think, I mean, that's like, Bob Marley used to say that, man. I mean- Personally, I don't trust any politician, man. Word up. <laughs> like the politics. Politi exactly, exactly. Yeah. You know, like personally, poli politician, you know, it's just like fame, you know, very, nah. What's to me is the, the, the authenticity and the craft and the, like you said, which I, I think is an amazing thing that you keep bringing up, which I would, would, would contest. It's not corny, bro. It's what we need as a society to move forward is that love. It's basics, yeah. What does God want? He wants us to be loving. Jesus Christ, let's do it. <laughs> it's a basic. Yeah, bro, but hey, man, you know, I, I thank you for taking this time, for, fam, you know. Thank you. I, thank you. I appreciate it, man. I mean, I hope me and you could catch up outside of this and stuff and everything. Yeah, I want to learn some producer tips from you, definitely. Let's do that. Oh, dude, bro, we'll go in. Dude, so I, 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 you teach me. We got to make a scratch record together, bro. A scratch tools record together, bro. I got a, a gang of I got so many archives of the samples of things that like, I made this like little scratch tools thing. You know, I mean, you remember how, you know, rectangle always puts shit, you know, like that. That's my dog. That's the homie. Right. I mean, that, 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 that was the foundation, man. Uh, scratch tools, man. I mean, but that separated a lot in hip hop, the, 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 the DJ and, and the MC and that's, one thing with this next part with my music that I definitely want people to see is my MCs with me as a DJ there, you know, you know. That's beautiful, bro. Send, send me some beats so I can cut it up. I got one more track to do on my album and I'm done. So send we'll talk outside of your cue, man. Well, yeah. you know, love my brother. Thank you so much, bro. I'm just honored, honored beyond words, bro. Oh man. Same, same with me. Thank you for having me. It's a, it's a big blessing. Thank you. So is there anything uh, at the end of it that, that you want people to shout it out or anything that, you know, that you got coming up here in the next week or anything that? Uh, I mean, you know, we're doing, doing our night at Octagon here. If you want to nerd out on Scratching, come join us on thudrumble.com. If you want to get some, you know, I like put, put the music out for free. So check it out on djcuber.com or thudrumble.com. It's all free. There. Are you putting it out on Twitch or anything like that? We have, oh yeah, add us on YouTube, which is thudrumble, T-H-U-D. R U M B L E, Bed Rumble, and you can. We're gonna start putting out um, all our uh, DJ tips. Like uh, our school is is having um, a competition. Uh, whoever can put out the best scratch secrets, we're gonna post all those up. And it's like, damn, I'm learning too. I'm like a student too. I'm like, damn, I didn't even know about that one. This guy said, um, I don't even want to say it right now because um, you'll be surprised. It's all on our YouTube channel, uh, Third Rumble Doc, uh, Third Rumble on YouTube. There's a, we have a Twitch too. It's DJ Cubert, but I'm I'm just really just. That's really, really nerdy shit. If you just want to see me cutting up, just going wild style, like say the trying to want to be Jimi Hendrix thing going on. And then we got the Instagram at DJ Cuber where you can see what I'm doing every day. And, uh, Facebook, uh, uh, Scratch DJ Cuber. But uh, what about you? What, what, uh, 
What's, what is this going on? I don't even know what this is going on. You just call me as a homie. I'm like, let's do this. What is this, Equality Radio? I'm like, wow, this, is, this looks like you've been doing a gang of shows already. Nah, bro, you are literally the first show, bro. Like, well, you're one of the first I put that on everything, bro. I did an episode like a year and a half ago. I did that episode like two years ago with my bro. My first show, come on. And then and here, and then and I just literally, I got... Akil's coming in this week. So we got, I got a gang of uh, J Electronica's DJ. There's a gang of people that this week that I'm doing interviews with. And I don't know. I just kind of felt like it would be appropriate. Like I'm a turntablist at heart. Wow. I did that before anything else. Like I love scratching. I love beat juggling. I love that. And so I just, I don't know. It's just like you said, I mean, I, you didn't say it, but I mean, it's, I figured it was his destiny. I, I wasn't expecting you to hit me up, bro. And be like, I had shot you the message when you were going through that stuff like a couple of weeks ago. I didn't hear back from you. Hey. I didn't, I didn't, you know, me and you don't talk that much. So, you know, and you know, I've had like with, like with Zach, with Z Trip, really good experiences, and 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 uh, Josh is is my friend Aaron's brother-in-law, and he's always been so down to earth. That I always saw you working with those guys, and I kind of just fell for like the culture, like a lot of those things that I showed you with the you know that like most people don't know what I'm talking about, and I just figured I wanted to represent that part of hip hop because to me that's you know. Like KRS one, you know, like there's just a lot of people that, and I felt that you were you were one of those. And for me personally, as as DJ proper, you you scratching and you DJing was always an inspiration to me, man. So that was one of the reasons I reached out to you because I, you know, it, like I I've said it two or three times during this. I'll say it again. It was you're one of the few people that I see that look in your eyes where. You remind me of me a lot of me and my homies that we just love making music and whether if there was an EMP tomorrow and none of this change and everything changed, I guarantee you'd still be in your studio working on stuff, having fun because that's your piece and you just love working on music and doing that. And that's me. Like I'm working on music regardless. I love whether it, this next album goes platinum or it's limited. I'm doing it for the love, man. And I'm just yeah. trying to put this next stage of, I'm just trying to put out stuff that if, if I like, if I'm in a room with Jay, you know, if I'm in a room with any of them, if I'm in a room with Dre where I could just look at Dre and just be like, yo, Dre here, 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 look, yo, this is my catalog, bro. I ain't no, this ain't corny. This ain't blah, blah, blah. This is on some, I want to be like the James Brown of our generation, bro. I want to be the Quincy Jones of our generation. And it's like, I'm older and no one really know, but I've been, I have, a huge catalog that I'm about to push out. And now put it, out, put it out, man. What the hell, man? And this, I figured this would be part of it. I figured with this new medium, do a quality radio, reach out to the people that I feel. Cause I want that energy. I want people to walk away from this and that like, maybe if you know, they had a feeling about me or a feeling for you that they come away from this and they just feel the love from you and they feel that energy. And they're like, yo, like, Erase Q-Bird? Nah, wait, Erase Q-Bird. I see exactly how Q-Bird is. I, he, he's talking, that's... And how about this, you know? Screw anyone who doesn't believe in people having the right to... We're in America. The freedom of speech, bro, you know? <laughs> freedom oh, yeah. as an individual, man. You know, like, freedom in this thing. We're all humans, and like you said, we're one 
one one family, man, and we should have love for people regardless, man. Yeah, it's 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 it's, uh, it's interesting how people get suckered into uh, hating others. It's like, uh, I'm you know like. Really or, or the funniest thing is that like what are they doing too and a lot of times it's like it's like you're focusing on it you have a you know it's like a lot of times i notice too too it's like you have a career i have a career you know a lot of people that will reach out they don't really gotta you know they're it's just a lot of hate and i i i want to reciprocate that hate with love and peace on their flip end because i just want to show that hey this is why we do what we do this is how we cataloged it whether the human species got that we're all over tomorrow or if we go on for another million years, I want this as an archive of. I got friends. I got friends that are Democrats. I got friends that are Republicans. I got friends that are like not even about it. They're still my friends. Exactly. <laughs> Please, me too. One like, of my best friends is. He likes orange juice. This motherfucker likes uh, avocado juice. I don't give a fuck. Whatever. That's cool. Everybody's different. I still got love for everybody. It's like, whatever. I don't know what's the, all this hate about. It's really interesting. And it's funny too. It's like with like people doing their music, like, you know, I always tell like my students or my homies, like, yo, if you love it, then you put it out there. Cause there could be a billion people out there that love it. And you know, there's always going to be people that aren't going to like it, man. And you know, it's, you can't please everybody. You can't please everyone, man. Like, you know, it's like, I'll be there and someone will be like, Oh, well, you know, you know, this person's whack, you know? And okay, well, you know, that's the beautiful thing about preference in life. Like what yeah. people consider beautiful, what people consider tasting good, what people consider enjoyable is preference for everyone. And that's the beautiful thing that makes up our, tr this big worldwide tribe is, and that's another big part too. It's like, I have friends in Iran, but I mean, that's one of the thing with you traveling. I'm sure you've seen it. There's great people everywhere. Like I have friends that are in, Iran that are in Palestine that yeah. I talk to on the daily. They're the most amazing people on earth, bro. There aren't these evil Iranians. They aren't these evil North Koreans. They're scared as hell. Like, or people from Russia, like I have friends from Russia. They're great people. They're scared as shit of Putin as anyone else. Like, you know, you can't demonize it. I just think you gotta, you know, you can't demonize people, man. And you know, it, I, got, I got friends that oh, they, when we, Scratch together. They wear a mask. I got friends that don't wear a mask. I don't wear a mask. I'm like, whatever. Let's cut it up. We're having fun. It's like the music transcends all this, all this stupid shit. Exactly, and that's why I wanted you on a quality radio, bro. Because I felt that's exactly how you felt. I know that's how I feel, and that's why I wanted to reach out to you, bro, and just you know right. document it for everyone because I think it's important for every us as public, especially with you. I don't even know if you realize how much of a, you know, you're an inspiration to people, bro, and how much of a, you know, a lot of people in the community look up to you, bro, and they're looking for you for guidance, and they're looking for you to show the truth, speak the truth, and uh, that's why I wanted to come together, because I think there's a lot of truth in what you do, bro, so that's why I wanted to reach out, man. Yeah, they don't gotta look to me, just look... Just look at God. What does God want? That's always the answer. You know, like God wants everybody to be loving. That's it. <laughs> what would Jesus Christ do? Be loving. That's it. What hey, would do? Fucking be loving. That's it. So simple. Jesus. Right, 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 right. Exactly, bro. Well, let's leave it on that, man. Yeah. Hey, man. Love my brother. Take care. Peace. Well, well, I'm going to hit you up too. Again.
We'll do yeah, let's do, I'm going to hit you up outside of this soon. I'm going to get you all the links. I'm going to get you everything from this. I got a couple different cameras running. I'm going to edit it. Yeah. I'll get you all the things. and uh, don't, don't chop up my words and make me look negative. <laughs> yeah, I give you my word. I'm not, I'm not going to chop up anything. I'm going to put the full, full interview oh, exactly the oh. way it is unedited, bro. I'm just talking about like uh, add the other cameras in so we have different angles and whatnot. If you do that in the media, they'd be chopping up the words of the uh, guys. That are Please, bro, people that that's and, and that's my biggest thing for me is that integrity, bro. Integrity, man. People ain't got to tell you, like, I'm all about integrity. I'm all about, my, I'm from New York, man. I'm brutally honest and I'm all about my word. I'm all about York. like that to a fault, bro. So you get New York. Hey, that's one of the reasons I reach out. Like, I ain't scared. I reach out to anyone, bro. I don't care any, anywhere, any place. We're all human beings. They know one better than anyone. And at the end of the day, like you said, it's in God's hands. And if God wants us to put love on it, that's what I feel that I was called to do is just put the love on it with the quality radio. And yeah. that's why I reached out to him. That's it, man. There's a picture I saw on the net the other day of there's all these sharks in the water, all this. And then it was like a meme or whatever. And it said all the sharks are labeled as evil. And then there's a guy in the middle in a boat relaxing. And, he's, and he was like, don't worry, God got... There's all this evil around us, but, you know, God got a plan. Hey, you know, then that's the thing, too, is that, you know, it's like I have friends that grew up in civil wars and stuff and uh, in Africa and crazy stuff. And they used to tell me stories. They'd be like, yo, man, I know people that have AK-47s, rocket launchers, 10 guns. And then there's the old woman who doesn't have a gun that's walking through the firefight that doesn't get hit. And all these people with the the most prepared you – know, that's why I always say to people, how are you going to prepare for Armageddon, bro? If it's God's time, it's yeah. just like this. You know, the, the, us coming together for this. It's destiny. There ain't nothing stopping destiny, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. All that you want, we got it anyway. It's all good. Don't even trip. If you stay a good person, raise your vibrations, you'll be all good. It's all good. DJ Q-Bird, man, Equality Radio. I can't believe it. Thanks, man. Great show. Great show, bro. Hey, man, I hope, I hope you enjoyed it because I very much enjoyed it. I hope... I hope it, uh, you know, I hope it was fun for you, man, because it was definitely fun for me, fam. I like, I like reminding people to not worry and it's all good. That's fun. Definitely cute, man. Well, hey, God bless, brother. And uh, I'm, I'm going to take a trip up there. I'll come see you face to face. We'll figure it out. Cut it up. Cut it up. All right, fam, man. I'll get some drum machine techniques from you. Definitely, fam. All right, my brother. All right, man. All right, well, DJ Proper, Bert. Peace, love, and happiness, my friend. Big Q. <laughs> That's the perfect shot. <laughs> All right, bro. Peace.